Welcome to Stoner Chicks, the podcast for stoners by Stoner Chicks. I'm Grace Penzel. And I'm Stephanie Thompson. I'm Phoebe the Richards. And I'm Kayla Teal. And we're doing a morning record this time. <laughs> it is, let's see, 10.05 a.m. Mountain Time, 9.05 a.m. Pacific. And, and 8.59 a.m. Pacific, according to Phoebe's computer. <laughs> and 10.07 a.m. Com- accor- okay. <laughs> I think it's time for a little wakey-bakey. Yes, this is our second Wake and Bake episode. We're so excited. It's our... Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Pardon me. I'm stoked this week because... I turned 30 this week, and this is our 30th episode, and it's a Wake and Bake episode, and because it's a Wake and Bake episode, we're talking cereal and cartoons, babies. Wee! (laughs) (laughs) Cereal and cartoons! Yes, we are revisiting our childhoods today and can't wait to take you along for the ride. Make sure to reach out to us and let us know what your favorite cereal and cartoons are. Yeah, it was really fun for me, especially the cartoons. There's some cartoons that I haven't thought of in literal decades, so it's been a a trip down memory lane. Memory, memory, memory lane. Staring at this bowl of cereal that's calling to me. Yes. I'm pretty close to wanting to eat it. But first we have a special thank you. Yes, thank you so much to Erica's Uncle Dave, our newest member on Patreon. Erica's Uncle Dave. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. And hello to Erica, who Hi, Erica. I assume must listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, Erica, thanks for thanks for uh, turning your Uncle Dave onto the pod. I hope we get to meet Uncle Dave. We've got our first, uh, we have this Wake and Bake, and tomorrow's our first Wake and Bake Zoom sesh with the Patreon members. So We also have a live show coming up. November 7th. On November 7th. There we go. All together now. And so the cereal that we're all eating today, because we couldn't eat all of them, is Lucky Charms. And the reason we picked Lucky Charms is... Because it's gluten-free, apparently. I had no idea. I don't think I've had Lucky Charms since maybe like middle school. So over half my life ago. Oh my God. That's a long time. I think the last time I had Lucky Charms is at one of those continental breakfasts. Breakfasts? <laughs> Breakfast at um, at a hotel where you can just get those tiny boxes of Cheerios or any of those. And they had the tiny box of, of Lucky Charms. And I had one of those. That what was I cool. love the tiny boxes. Yeah. It's so fun. Did you ever, like, rip them open from the side and pour milk directly into the tiny box? No, I always wanted to be that type of person, but I never did it. 
Grace, it I, looks like her mind is blown. Just blown. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I didn't realize, first of all, that they were airtight because obviously you don't. You're you not do it in little... the plastic bag as well. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Interesting. Well, <laughs> like Phoebe said, I'm stoked to dive into this bowl of Lucky Charms. So um, shall we pour the milk? I got my yes. milk ready. I have fresh milk. I usually do oat milk, but I decided... When I bought the cereal, I should do it how I had it as a kid. And so I'm using actual whole milk. Nice. Oh. I've got some oat milk. I got 2%, and I might regret it later. I've got 2%. Oh. And Stephanie, I'd like to credit you as the one that had the smart idea to have the milk ready to pour. Okay. Yeah. Mm. First bite, Phoebe, going now. Mm. <laughs> Oh my god, these look and smell great. Mmm! You really have to get the marshmallows wet. If you leave them dry, they have that almost too much of a chalky consistency. I feel this cereal actually needs a 30-second soak. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's let it soak. I actually kind of disagree. I like the evolution of the marshmallow texture as I make my way through the bowl. I think you ate a blue marshmallow, Grace. Is yeah. my tongue? Your tongue's really your blue. Your tongue's bright blue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is that the, what's that, the moons? I can't remember the rhyme. Blue moons? Blue moons and horseshoes. Um, clovers and blue moons. Oh, blue no. moons. Oh, wait. It's hearts. Hearts. Um, Heart, it's heart stars, stars and, and horseshoes, clovers and, and blue moons. moons, pots of gold and rainbow, and the red balloon. Remember when they added the red balloon? It was new. Yeah, the red balloon was a new thing. Uh-huh. So I brought the question for the first segment. Oh, wait. Fuck. Kayla, this what? is your first time eating Lucky Charms in over half your life. How are you doing? Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's just as good as I remember. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. And when I was at the grocery store, I actually kind of came to the conclusion that most cereals are gluten-free now. Like, when when I was leaving the house, my partner was like, where are you going? And I was like, because I forgot to get my cereal before this morning, so I got up early and went to the store. Oh, me too. I did a 7 a.m. rush. (laughs) I had it delivered at 7 a.m. because I also forgot (laughs) <laughs> nice. I also forgot and had to go this morning. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but he was like, where are you going? And I was like, I got to go to the store and get Lucky Charms for the record. And he was like, will you get me cereal? <laughs> I was like, sure. What do you want? And he was like, Cocoa Puffs and Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> and so I got Cocoa Puffs and Fruity Pebbles, too. And they were both gluten free as well. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, See, it's I, all oats and corn now. When I went this morning, I almost, I wanted to be a rebel and get, because when I was growing up, my mom would never buy the name brand stuff. She always oh. bought the stuff in the bag that was on the bottom shelf. Do you remember the commercial? The guy would walk on his like knees to get the cheap cereal. Yes. Anyway. Um, so no. There's, <laughs> I there's, remember those. <laughs> there's this brand of cereal that's like Lucky Charms, but it's called Marshmallow Mateys. And it's the off brand. And I almost bought that, but it's not gluten free. And I was like, oh, then this defeats the whole purpose. So I didn't buy it. I bought the true Lucky Charms. <laughs> Wait, it's called, what is it called? Marshmallow Mateys. Pirate Marshmallow Mateys? Yeah. I think it's supposed to be the Irish, like 
A matey. Wait, that's yeah, it's not Irish. <laughs> that is, it is a pirate thing. <laughs> Top of the morning, matey. <laughs> I'm sure there was an Irish pirate at some point, right? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> when okay. I went to the grocery store this morning, I remembered that because it's October now, they have special Halloween cereals. And I don't know if you guys ever got the monster cereals when you were younger. I loved Count Chocula quite mm. a bit. Um, uh, but these are frosted flakes with spooky marshmallows. They're the Adams Family 2 special cereal. So I'm going to be eating that later. I wonder what the marshmallows, what are their shapes? What's a spooky uh, shape? It, it looks like we've got mostly ghosts and bats. Yep, ghosts and bats. I mean, bats are spooky. So the question is, what are your top three cereals from when you were a kid? Kayla, let's begin with you. Number one was Cracklin' Oat Bran. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I was an old lady child. I know. I loved Cracklin' Oat Bran. That's amazing. Second, Berry Berry Kicks. Whoa. Third. What is that? Oh, Berry Berry Kicks? Did you ever have Kicks? K-I-X? I guess not. What? They're that was a like, big one for me for a while. Kicks. Yeah, I got a lot of kicks, and then on special occasions, I would get berry berry kicks, which were just berry berry kicks. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> and then third. And then what's your third? I think uh, probably honey nut Cheerios. Uh, and that is classic. still my favorite. I that's my number one favorite now. Classic. A bowl of honey nut Cheerios with some banana sliced over the top. Ooh. Ooh, I never tried that. That sounds I, great. I used to do that as a kid, and I haven't done that in so long. Now I need to do that again. Stephanie, what are your top three cereals? Yeah, so number three would definitely be my sister and I would, she loves and still loves to this day, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And Ooh. so we ate that a lot together. Number two, I remember going to Spain as an exchange student. And they, my host family was like trying to give me a taste of America and they had a tiny little cereal aisle and mm-hmm. they, I got golden grams. That's all I could remit, like recognize. <laughs> and I have a very nostalgic thing of getting like, it's my taste of home. Number one, ultimate, still to this day, Captain Crunch. Captain or I should say Captain Crunch. <clears throat> that would be correct. Crunch. Yeah. <laughs> Horatio Crunch. Yes. But I don't like Oops All Berries. I don't like Captain Crunch and Berries. I like the pure Captain Crunch. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Fresh take. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> right here. Fresh take from Stephanie. <laughs> and then Phoebe. I'm going to go with number three is one of my things is when I was younger, I enjoyed that maybe sounds gross, but I loved Crispex. I love Crispex. Cereal. And I liked to leave it in the milk till it got really mushy. Mm. <laughs> and then eat it all. And then if my parents weren't around, I'd add sugar. Ooh. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> oh yeah, I added sugar to shit all the time. Oh, Rice Krispies, <laughs> I did that too. Number two would be Fruit Loops. They were my, because I wasn't allowed sugar cereal as a kid. And they were the ones my grandma would always have for me at her place. So it was sort of my comfort, the naughty cereal. That was my favorite of all the sweets. And then my number one probably is 
Quaker's Honey Nut O's. Oh. Have you all had that? I have not had it in years. And I discovered that in like high school and then like through college I had a serious problem. And it's like little like Cheerio (laughs) shaped but bigger. And then it's stuffed with sort of like the the nut O's. (laughs) I was saying. And it I would eat it until my mouth felt like raw. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> you did have a problem. Is there a it somehow is, it's like rough in a way that would feel like it was scraping up your cheeks? No, yeah. there are some cereals that will tear your mouth up. <laughs> it hurts so good. Not yeah, crackling out brand. Captain Crunch was like that. If you don't Captain Crunch is totally one of those cereals mm-hmm. that'll tear your mouth up for sure. Jeez. It's like the nougats or something. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Grace, what about you? What's your tops? <clears throat> so this was a really hard decision for me because I-, I was allowed sugary cereal as a kid. In fact, one time my in a parent-teacher conference, my teacher said to my mom, Grace starts spacing out about halfway through the morning and like peeling glue off her fingers. What are you feeding her? And my mom was like, uh, Frosted Cheerios. <laughs> and she was like, she needs a little something more than that. <laughs> um, so... For that reason, Frosted Cheerios are my number three. Mm. They're just a staple of my childhood. Yeah. The crash was worth it. (laughs) The crash was worth it. Um, Maybe even more crash-tastic is, um, do you remember French Toast Crunch? (gasps) Oh, yeah. I do. I feel like I was a little older when that came out, and I remember thinking, like, holy hell, what is this? (laughs) Did it's that evolve into Cinnamon Toast Crunch? No, Cinnamon Toast Crunch was first. Oh. So, yeah, French Toast Crunch was like small nuggets, kind of almost like tricks texture, but then it must have had maple or something, but it was so sweet. So sweet. And my mom would send me with little baggies of it to preschool, and then it was my <laughs> snack. Um, and then... Uh, Number one for me when I was a kid, I would have to say, is good old tricks. Mm, tricks cereal. That wascally wabbit. Nope, that's something else. <laughs> no, but that's no, there's a funny. tricks rabbit. The there is a funny. tricks rabbit, but the wascally rabbit is. Tricks are for funny. kids, Fudd. not for rabbits. What's his name? Elmer Fudd Elmer talking. Fudd. Horatio yeah. Fudd. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so those are uh, my cereals. And then. I just want to give anyone who's really into cereal, I have a recommendation. There's a podcast called The Empty Bowl that is a meditative cereal podcast. What? And yeah, and they just like calmly talk about different cereals, cereals that are coming up, cereals that they love. (laughs) And it's two grown men who are just cereal enthusiasts. And they talk about it so seriously and it's so funny and also relaxing. So that's I love the great. empty bowl. Thanks the for the empty bowl. Yeah. It's even has like a stoner euphemism there almost. Oh yeah. Cashed bowl could be the our cash, version. Yeah, our bowl. <laughs> yeah, the cashed bowl. <laughs> the cashed bowl. The cashed bowl. Uh oh, well if there's a cashed bowl, you know what that means. It's time to load it. Time for a smoke break. <laughs> Welcome back from your smoke break. I'm going to smoke my bong. <laughs> Hold on. 
<laughs> That's what the smoke break is for, Grace. Just kidding, it's for ads. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hitting my pen. A one-to-one CBD-THC. That is super giggly. Phoebe here, I hit my bong that I've named Mystery Lady. <coughs> Mystery Lady, that's cute. I just thought of that just now. <laughs> really? <laughs> Did you? Yeah, I was like, oh, I've never named this bong and everyone else on this podcast does. So I'm stoked <laughs> about this second half segment, which is we're going to talk about our favorite cartoons. Hell yeah. I'm so stoked. I This was taken me down a huge memory lane oh yeah well stephanie why don't you tell us about yours well okay so i really wanted to focus because i love cartoons and i loved cartoons even when i got older um but uh i try to focus on the pivotal years of cartoons mm-hmm. saturday morning watching yeah and there's one cartoon that I thought was a fever dream of mine because I would ask people if they've ever seen this show and they were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> he runs around in his underwear and what? And I was like, yeah, it's Freakazoid. <laughs> Did any of you guys here watch Freakazoid? No, Ran in 95 but... to 97. What a great name. And I it, did not. <laughs> it had a great theme tune. It was like, bum, 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 Freakazoid, Freakazoid. And... <laughs> He's like he runs around in his underwear, freakazoid, freakazoid. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember the whole theme, dude. But he's pretty much Jim Carrey, and in a, in a cartoon. Wow. And so I think that's what really appealed to me. Uh, I just lived for this um, cartoon was, when I was. Was it little. one of your early comedic influences? For sure, Jim Carrey definitely was, and this show kind of embodied the like kind of the mask and that kind of spirit of Jim Carrey. But it's not Jim Carrey at all. It's a Warner Brothers show, I believe. But it had that whole mentality of just kind of lunacy and chaos. And I loved that at 11 years old. (laughs) That's awesome. So that would be number three. Number two, um, I'm picking this because it has probably my favorite theme tune. And it's Darkwing Duck. If you guys ever watched Darkwing Duck. Oh, yeah. That Mm -mm. theme, like that theme song slaps. And you got to look it up right away. Yeah, but Darkwing Duck was just really, I thought, a funny show. It's just well, really well written and just fun. And I remember watching that all the time. But my number one, probably most influential cartoon of my youth was Ren and Stimpy. Um, oh, nice. I had a feeling you were going to say that based on the chaotic mm-hmm. yeah. taste you were saying you had. Because that, l- yeah. Yeah. I love the chaos. I log. love the like, yeah, Not the log, log, log. It's better than bad. It's good. It's log, it's log. Uh, like, yeah, I don't remember it's the something, whole. something, it's something, it's wood. It's something, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. It rolls downstairs. It's something, something. It rolls over your neighbor's dog. It's log, log. <laughs> 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 But I also, was not allowed to watch Ren and Stimpy as a kid. Why is that? Is it? It was crude and rude. Yeah. To be a little lascivious. <laughs> lascivious? Yeah. And there were definitely jokes in there that were meant for to for the adults watching with the kids. And a lot of mm. cartoons had that where 
Um, like Animaniacs had some real adult jokes in that, and I didn't oh, yeah. notice them when I watched it. And then you watch it as an adult, you're like, w- excuse me? <laughs> There's innuendos all over the place in children's shows. Yeah, and they're written, I think, especially for the parents to have to watch this stuff right. over and over again. But the ki- it goes over the kids' heads, for sure. I wonder if that still happens less now and happened more in the 90s and 80s. In the yeah. 80s, definitely. Kids' movies in the 80s have, like, the F word and... And shit. <laughs> <laughs> but those would be list. my three childhood favorites for sure. Oh, Ren and Stimpy was almost made mine, so I'm glad it made yours. Yeah. I haven't seen any of those, but I want to look them up now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm excited to hear everyone else's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Phoebe, what are what are your picks? Okay, I hope that my number three is not a cheat, but my number three is the movie Who Framed Roger Rabbit, because Aww. I loved that movie as a kid, and I not I'm not a huge cartoon person. I think I've talked, maybe I haven't talked on this pod before about my. I started seeing movies with my mom when I was really young, and she wasn't into cartoons, and so much of my especially early taste was formed by because she was such the huge influence on the media I took in. So I never was huge into cartoons, but Who Framed Roger Rabbit, I loved. You all see that, yes? Mm-hmm. It's yes. a great movie. Yeah. Number two, I'm going to go with Batman the Animated Series. Ooh. Cool. Which I actually was rewatching during lockdown. And it's great. That's super great good. But that was on actors. after. So when I think of cartoons as a child, I think of the after school as a latchkey kid, and I think about stopping at the corner store on my way home, grabbing a bag of Funyuns (laughs) and, like, a soda, and then going home, and there was the, like, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. cartoons that played. Do you know what I'm talking about, Steph? Mm -hmm. And Batman was one of them, and I'd never read comic books, wasn't into any of that, but I was super into Batman. And then weirdly, my number one is the X-Men animated series, huh. which was also on in that time frame and is so good. Yeah. Sweet. That's Amazing. Me and my Funyuns. Wow. I love that. Wouldn't pick those for you, Phoebe. That's very interesting. When I think of childhood. That's, yeah. Those childhood are ones. ones. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And then, Grace, you mentioned earlier the one Saturday morning. Yes, one one Saturday Saturday morning. morning. Are we going to talk about it, Kayla? Sure, yeah. Every Saturday. What channel was that? Some, like, primetime? It was ABC. And I remember because my dad got basic cable before my mom did, but it was, like, slightly primo, so it was... Like a big deal. Channel 13, one Saturday morning. Yeah, and every Saturday morning there was just a slew of great cartoons, one of which definitely made my top. So I guess I'll dive into my top. Yeah, what's your top? <laughs> yeah, what's your top? Kayla, tell us about your top. Okay, I'm thinking about childhood, like, before I was a teen, which my cartoon mm-hmm. tastes definitely change. So my number three is, and this theme song currently made a resurgence, a big resurgence on TikTok, is Dragon Tales. Oh. Dragon Tales. I forgot about that show. Oh, my gosh. I loved Dragon Tales as a kid. And then number two is Recess, which was a one Saturday morning ABC cartoon. (laughs) And that one, Rick Grace, you said you watched that recently and it holds up. Yeah, I had a blast with it. I think I watched the episode where 
there's they're all Ashleys and Ash and Spinelli feels like she has to be an Ashley, but they they're but she <laughs> she doesn't want to. It's an episode about conformity. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> cute. Yeah, I kind of remember that. And then my number one favorite cartoon as a kid was Arthur. Aww. I loved, loved Arthur. That show was absolutely the most wholesome, cute little show. Yeah. And I read the books, too. I was just super into Arthur. That was Aww. my favorite thing to get from the library in, like, kindergarten and first grade. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Uh, but I want to give a shout-out to my top... I'm just going to quickly give a shout-out to three cartoons I loved as a preteen. Uh, the Proud Family, Pepper Ann, and of course SpongeBob, which I could probably now argue is one of the best kids shows of all time. Of all I was time. gonna make an honorable mention of SpongeBob, but SpongeBob came out what ninety eight, ninety nine, and so I was in high school. But I yeah. loved, <laughs> I loved watching SpongeBob. I'd come home from my job at Baskin Robbins and watch oh. SpongeBob on Nick, and like just giggle. That's such. He started every day as every day was the best day. And everything, it was just a very zen sponge. I loved watching Spongebob. Yeah. And the jokes are so good in that show. Tom Kenny is so good in that show. Even as the pirate. I watched, I got really high and watched Spongebob recently with my friend Pearl. (laughs) We just sat on her bed and watched old Spongebob and it was so nice. Um, And I was like, oh God, Spongebob, you're fucking funny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I fucking love Spongebob. And Spongebob, I think I will place third on my list um i got really into when we got our first pc going to um nickelodeon.com and disneychannel.com and playing all the whatever uh flash games that they had on there and specifically there was a spongebob game where it was spongebob driving school and you had to go collect krabby patties and it was like a racing game and you had to avoid (laughs) avoid things and i would play it for hours and hours and hours and hours so i think spongebob is third this was a really hard task for me because i was the opposite of phoebe i think very into cartoons from a young age and was kind of a i was an only child i was kind of just like a real tv kid Um, Mm -hmm. I would watch before school and after school and on the weekends at my dad's house, once he got direct TV, I would like just binge. And he he basically had to be like, you can only watch five hours of, (laughs) or like not maybe, honestly, it might've been that much. And I would circle which shows I wanted to watch throughout the day because there were so many channels. So, um, Yes, shout out to One Saturday Morning, but you already mentioned Recess, so I'm going to, that's good, put it aside. <laughs> I think my number two has got to be Pokemon. Oh, because yeah, I didn't even think of Pokemon. Pokemon started coming out when I was probably seven, I think, and there they would play in the morning from 7 to 8 a.m. And so before I woke up, my mom would start recording it on a VHS. And (laughs) then I would get up and we would watch the second one together because I lived right across the street from school and I could just walk over to school. And 
then when I got home from school, I would watch the other episode. <laughs> and <laughs> I was obsessed. My mom was obsessed. She loves Pikachu. And recently, I got to introduce Pokemon to my eight-year-old goddaughter and Aww. her little brother. Oh, cute. And they love Pokemon. So Yay. I had to put it on my list. And then finally, I think my number one, just in terms of its place in my heart, is Hey Arnold. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah, of course. I hey, Arnold's so good. Show. Yeah. It was just like, just really, really well written and beautiful and had good lessons and the characters and the illustration, everything about it I loved. Yeah, it's so That's unique. Nice. That yeah. show came on when I was still a little bit older, but I remember watching it and really appreciating the artistic, just, it was just a really well done show. And is I, that one Nickelodeon? I forgot about until just now is Doug, which was one I was so yeah. into. Yeah. Doug yeah. was great. That would always get, like, kind of pull at my heartstrings and also kind of be like, oh, like, life's hard. Yeah. yeah. Doug yeah. was a Nickelodeon, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love Nickelodeon. Did, have me you too. seen the Nickelodeon documentary on Hulu? I have. What? And that brought back yeah. so many nostalgic feelings in my little bones. It's so good. Me too. And they really, they go through the entire history of Nickelodeon, how Nickelodeon was the first ever like TV programming for kids. And they go into how that came to be, why the shows that got made were made for our generation. And it was like a woman run company. Like most Mm -hmm. of the higher ups were women, which I thought was so fucking cool. I never knew that. That's awesome. Can I do honorable mentions really quick? Absolutely. Just because it was so overwhelming. Honorable mentions are uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Yes. um, Wild Thornberries. Yes. And Powerpuff Girls. Mm. Good picks. All good. All good picks. Does anyone else want to do honorable mentions before we wrap up? Or are we good? I have to say Rocco's Modern Life for me, but that's it. Yes. (laughs) But that's it. Rocco's Modern Life. And I I already mentioned Animaniacs, so. Right. I want to shout out the Proud Family theme song because I mentioned Proud Family briefly, but Beyonce or Destiny's Child did the theme for Proud Family. Nice. So good. Can you hum a few bars? Proud, proud family. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. Beautiful. (laughs) That's excellent. Uh, Um, I will all shout out the movie The Last Unicorn, (gasps) one of my most favorite cartoons. Oh, that movie just gave me that. nightmares and it's, made me cry, and I was also yeah. obsessed with it. And I still watched it, even though I knew it gave me nightmares. Whoa, I want to watch it. Oh, that it's amazing. crazy. The artwork in it is, if you, Grace, watch it. Just artistically, it's a beautifully made movie. And Jeff Bridges and Mia Farrow do the main voices. Oh, wow. Oh, we love to hear it. Oh, fun fact. The voice of Timmy Turner from Fairly Odd Parents is the voice of the clock in Lo- in the show Loki. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we love you and thanks for joining us on our Wake and Bake. Uh, please tell us about your favorite cereals and cartoons by sliding into our DMs on Instagram or tagging us in a story. We have Instagram at Stoner Chicks Podcast. We're on Twitter as Stoner Chicks Pod. We've got Facebook.com slash 42069. There's, of course, Broccoli Broads on TikTok. And our website is StonerChicksPodcast.com, where you can sign up for our newsletter and just have a blast. 
We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash stonerchickspodcast. Uh, I think it's just stonerchicks. <laughs> patreon.com slash stonerchicks, where you can help support the podcast. Our P.O. box is... 80586, Seattle, Washington, 98108. Where you can send us... Um, not everything you want, but a lot of things. Phoebe and checks it daily. Phoebe checks it daily, guys. Let's put something in there. Okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, this has been great. Phoebe, what do stoner chicks always say? Watch those cartoons and puff the J. <laughs> puff that J away. Thank you for listening to the Stoner Chicks podcast. We want to thank our editor, Shari Junko, the composer of our theme music, Jessica Damari, and Ben Redder and AJ Dent for creating our rad cover art. Email us your high thoughts at stonerchickspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stonerchickspodcast. Stoner Chicks.